Good evening, everybody. My name is Jordan McCrone, and this is episode 87 of Sodom and I. And now, yesterday, uh, I do apologize for not posting on Saturday. So I'm just recording today because I was, you know, at the rehab center with my friend Ashley and her godmom slash auntie. And we were just having a really nice conversation last night, and it ended up taking up a lot more time than intended but that's okay. So today, instead of giving um, biblical acts of obedience in the New Testament, like I originally intended, I felt like God placed something else on my heart to speak on. And that is the fivefold ministry, right? So let's just get right into it. I hope you guys have your Bibles. So what is the fivefold ministry? Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 says and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers so apostles prophets evangelists pastors teachers the fivefold ministry exists to equip the church body for works of service in the new testament and it says that in Ephesians the very next verse 12 for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. The idea is that each member of the church body has a role to play in furthering God's kingdom. When everyone is working together in their gifts and callings, the church is able to accomplish more than what any one person could do on their own, which is the very next verse. Till we all come in un- in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of man unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of christ god's heart is for all people to be saved and to come to the whole measure of the knowledge of truth and then it or well then there's first timothy we're gonna go first timothy chapter 2 verse 4 who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth? So, does everyone have an office? People are born with the gifts of Jesus Christ, which is the fivefold ministry. Excuse me. They are not something you can attain. On the other hand, gifts of the ministry are available to all. It is God's ministry on earth through his people. The gifts excuse me, of the Holy Spirit, Spirit of God, I got the hiccups now, sorry y'all, are available to all for free. All you have to do is believe in Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross. The Bible actually says to pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. And that is 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1 go there there we go follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts but rather that ye may prophesy that means they are for everyone on the other hand the fivefold ministry is to equip the saints so that they can function in the gifts there is a difference between having an office and functioning in a gift The spiritual gifts are mentioned earlier in the book in chapter 12, and we'll get to that a little later. So let's talk about apostles. What is an apostle? An apostle is someone 
who is sent out by God to proclaim his message. They're often seen as pioneers or visionaries because they are often sent into new areas to start churches. Apostles and prophets usually work close together. Apostles are also responsible to equip people to do the work of the ministry. The term apostle came from the Roman Empire. When the Roman Empire would conquer a city, instead of destroying it, they would send out apostles with the kingdom mindset to shift the government and how the city functions. Who is Apostle Paul in the New Testament? So we know we know Apostle Paul. He is one of the most well-known apostles in the New Testament. He was originally named Saul and he was a Pharisee. He was present at the stoning of Stephen and he approved of it. After that, he began to persecute Christians. He was on his way to Damascus to persecute the body of Christ, Christians. And there he had a dramatic encounter with Jesus Christ. And that's Acts 9. I'm going to go through that. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But Saul... And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest. He and and uh and desired of him to Damascus to the synagogues, that if any if found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound into Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell unto the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Why do you persecute me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. And Saul arose from the earth. When his eyes were opened, he saw no man, but they led him by hand and brought him into Damascus. Literally, he was blind. He, Jesus blinded Saul. But, and he was three days without sight, and neither did he eat nor drink. And the Lord said unto him, oh, no, no, no. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for the one for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth, and hath seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him, that he might receive his sight. And then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man. How much evil he uh, hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem. Ananias was like, what? 
And here he hath authority from the chief of priests to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him great things. I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest hath sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales and he received his sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. So literally, Saul went from killing and persecuting Christians to saving them. To not him saving them, but allowing himself to be used as a vessel to save them. Right after his encounter, Saul's name was changed to Paul. And he became one of the most well-known apostles who ever lived. Saul wrote like three-fourths of the New Testament. He wrote a large portion of the New Testament, including 14 books of the Bible, right? Prophet. What is a prophet? A prophet releases God's word and truth. Prophets often receive messages from God that they then share with others to prepare God's people. Prophets also have a role in interceding for people. This means that a prophet can prophesy over others to edify or build up the church and church leaders. Evangelists. Evangelists gather people. An evangelist is someone who is responsible for sharing the gospel message with those who haven't heard it yet. They often do this through preaching and teaching. Evangelists also have a heart for discipleship, which means they help new believers grow in their faith pastor a pastor is someone who's shepherds who shepherds the flock a local church this means that they care for the spiritual needs of the people in their church pastors also have a role in teaching and preaching they often do this through sermons and bible studies pastors guard the sheep just like a shepherd would protect his sheep and then teacher a teacher is someone who is responsible for instructing others in the things of God. They often do this by breaking down the word of God. That can be in a Bible study setting or from the pulpit. Teachers also have a heart for equipping people to be able to study on their own. The fivefold ministry is an important part of what makes the Christian church, the Christian church, what makes the church function properly. Each member has a role to play. And when everyone is working together, great things can be accomplished for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So, gifts of Jesus Christ. The gifts of Jesus Christ are the fivefold ministry gifts, and the fivefold can be represented using a hand. So, let's just look at our left hands, right? The thumb. Excuse me. The thumb. It's the apostle. Because he functions in all five gifts. The pointer finger is the prophet because he gives direction. The middle finger is the evangelist because he has the most reach. 
the ring finger is the pastor because he's married to the sheep. Oh, look at that. I didn't, it didn't even say left hand. I just felt like saying left hand. Thank you, Lord. And the pinky is a teacher because he brings balance to the body of Christ. This is also known as the hand of God. So does everyone have a fivefold gift like we were thinking earlier? No, not everyone has a specific gifting that is listed in the fivefold ministry. The fivefold is to equip and mature the body of Christ to function in the gifts. Now, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are for today, and they are listed in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, or chapter 12, excuse me, verses 7 through 11. So let me go back here. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 7 through 11. All right, these gifts are often given to us by the Spirit of God, and they are meant to be used for building up the church. And I'm going to read this in TPT. Each believer is giving continuous, excuse me, revelation by the Holy Spirit to benefit not just himself, but all. For example, the Spirit gives to one gift the word of wisdom. To another, the same Spirit gives the gift of the word of revelation knowledge. And to another, the same Spirit gives the gift of faith. And to another, the same Spirit gives gifts of healing. And to another, the power to work miracles. And to another, the gift of prophecy. And to another, to discern what the Spirit is speaking. And to another, the gift of speaking different kinds of tongues. And to another, the gift of interpretation of tongues. Remember, it is the same Holy Spirit who distributes, activates, and operates these different gifts as he chooses for each believer. And now it does say, you know, to another, to another, but it's up to, to God, you know, and Jesus directing the Holy Spirit to determine whether or not somebody can have literally all of these gifts. Some people could have maybe a couple, maybe somebody only has one, but it's up to the same Holy Spirit who distributes, activates, and operates these different gifts as he chooses for each believer. It's up to God. So the nine gifts, just to be more specific and clear, one, word of wisdom, two, word of knowledge, three, gift of faith, four, gift of healing, five, miracles six gift of prophecy seven gift of discernment eight speaking in tongues and nine interpretation of tongues in conclusion because this episode is a lot shorter than the last couple ones <laughs> the fivefold ministry is an important part of what makes the body of christ function properly each member of the body of christ has a role to play the fivefold ministry is to equip the body of Christ to function in gifts. Although not everyone is called to one of the offices in the fivefold, everyone is called to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. While preaching the gospel of Jesus, the Bible says that signs, miracles, and wonders will follow. Therefore, everyone can function in gifts so that we can reveal Jesus Christ and his kingdom on this earth. 
Now, when everyone is working together, great things will be accomplished for the kingdom of God. And I just want to say that, well, that's the end. But I came across this while studying uh, the book of Revelation and just different things. And this was something that was mentioned in the notes I was looking at. And I was like, well, I don't know what fivefold ministry is. So I just started doing research and God just put it on my heart to instead of doing what I wanted to do, to do what he said that I need to do. And I was like, all right, let's go. And that's called what? Being obedient. And there we go. I brought it back to obedience because this is a theme. I mean, for, you know, forever, because we're supposed to be obedient in Christ. But, you know, specifically for January, and I might switch it up, you know, every now and then. But obedience, obedience, obedience is our topic. And I thank you guys for listening today. This one was only about 17 minutes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I love you guys. I pray that God continues to bless you. I pray that you we continue to be a blessing unto others and just spread the gospel and share the gospel and, you know, preach it to other people who may not have heard it or understand it. Uh, I love you guys, but God loves you so much more than I do. Hope you have a wonderful night.